0: Hello. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out live on the internet every Thursday night on YouTube. Uh, tonight we are joined by Stephen. Hello. My dialing wife.
2: Dialing wife, you've been drinking, Jack.
0: Cheers. Yep. Yeah, um, I will refer to you as wifey because we've got two Tonys. We've yes. got Tony Cake from <laughs> Immersion RC. Hello. Hello. The picturesque background. He's joining us live. And exciting times for Immersion RC as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lit by street lamp. (laughs) With uh, the beer in hand. Yeah, bells. Yeah. The bells are saying it's eight (laughs) o'clock. I
1: know. (laughs) Without further ado, Tony, um, tell us about the events.
3: The events. Well, I had a lovely day. Um, Spent a bit of time on the beach. Oh, you mean the merger thing? <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your lunch if you want to that's fine
0: yeah lunch. Been, no, actually, they want somewhere lunch cool.
3: ended up exploring some tunnels in some underground bunker so that was that was lunch awesome cool. <laughs> how, how long <laughs> no, has this yeah. been in the offing then um actually so i met surjan uh ceo from orca about three years ago and um We started chatting and um, realized that they were a super bunch of guys and um, decided to build Ghost uh, with their help in Europe, which went very, very well. And, um, yeah, it it kind of went on from there. We realized it was a lot of synergy between the two companies. And uh, we actually got on a right and didn't want to kill each other after the first year, so we figured out to see where this goes. That's a good thing. It's nice when that happens.
0: Mm. Yeah. But um Com- FPV companies working together. Wow. What never happens <laughs> <song>. I know. <laughs> <happened>. I know. <laughs> How how's um how's the supply chain been for you regards to oh. the chip shortage and everything? What, what Is supply it supply chain? <laughs> uh yeah, I suppose, yeah. No, it it
3: was it's been an absolute disaster. Um you know I, I my my comment to the production guy today was i feel like in the last year i've spent ninety nine percent of my time trying to source components and one percent of my time actually designing stuff mm. and it's it's been horrific
0: sorry man i know I, i've i noticed the um the rapid flies are back in stock, yes uh but the VTX is not so much. <laughs> no,
3: no. luckily we had the, the hybrids, which is where the real interest has been. Um, but the VTX, is, they will come back and stop. We found a, a source of parts now. The problem is um, Microelectronics, who makes the, the uh, lovely STM32, um, basically prioritized all of their newer parts and just haven't been building their older stuff. And... Um, you know, we've used some you know trusty old parts in things like the Tramp and even in the Rapid Fire, and uh, the supply is just not there. So mm. a part that was a dollar before this crisis is now selling on the Chinese market for fifteen bucks.
2: Hell. Which crisis are you talking about? The war, the COVID, Well the, COVID? I think, well, COVID, shipped, I think but,
3: is what started it, but I, yeah. I think I think what happened is is when the supply chain issue started, I think a lot of Chinese companies started buying up everything they could get their hands on, knowing that there'll always be Western companies ready to spend big bucks right. uh, when they can't find parts. Um, and luckily, so we saw that. We could always buy the parts, but but the prices were just insane. And now we're finally starting to see some of these suppliers you know, dropping their price a bit.
0: Mm.
3: So so could, maybe it's on its way out,
0: but I don't know. Yeah, because like you know the um Atmel, you know, thirty-two P the Pico ferrod one, the ones that are usually found on the Arduino Nanos, the yeah. chips are almost five pounds. So yeah. that's like all, like about seven dollars odd each. Yeah. You know, you can get you could probably get I think the cheapest you could get was like 30 for £4 something. That's a uh, British pound sterling. Yeah. And so it's cheaper to buy an Arduino Nano and reflow <laughs> the chip off it.
1: It's crazy. It's I know, just, was just looking at ESCs today, like there's loads of clones that I've never heard of until recently appearing like CKS and Artery. I had on a, an ESC today. I thought yeah. when it had an F four, it would be an STM thirty
3: two F four. It's an artery F four. I'd never heard of. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the parts, the, the you know, the STM parts for ESCs are just you know, you just can't get them. Mm. So there's no choice for that side. But you say about the price of these parts. I mean, for the Lap RFs, they haven't we haven't been able to build them for a while. The part we used in Lap RF, we used to get it for about three bucks. Um, right now, it's about seventy eight bucks for the, for the yeah. same part. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh my god!
3: So uh, yeah, we we could make lap RFs,
0: but I don't think anyone would want to pay for them. No, that's the that's not so problem. because like, would you? Um, is it true that you managed to like restock the 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 the, the wand? The the no, not the wand. The RF meter. Yeah. No,
3: so so there's a couple of things that have, have happened the last the last few weeks so one is we finally got the power plays back in stock Um, power plays is an interesting story because you know we haven't been building these for probably a year and we we had all this demand for them and uh, we couldn't figure out why because you know the FPV world can only absorb so many Um, and then we got a call from an old uh, FPV guy who said yeah they're actually been using the tapeless camcorder world so there are these beautiful old camcorders with amazing optics and, and you know zoom lenses and everything and this right this, this kind of you know urban kind of grungy kind of you know palantir uh, effect and but their heads have worn out and they can't get tapes anymore. So they're they're putting a power play on top of these things and using it to record the camera's output. Mm.
0: <laughs> Whoa, that's genius. Yeah. That is mad.
3: This is this whole community of, of people doing this. I mean, I think the the video of the guy showing how to do this had like 11,000 views or something. That's just one of them. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's so. interesting
1: use of your products. Mm. <laughs>
3: Makes sense, I guess. Can't complain. Yeah.
0: No, at all. Oh, man. That is uh, that is crazy because yeah. um, I know in Japan as well, they've been – uh, you know, the, the price of actual visi- videotapes have gone up, blank videotapes yeah. in yeah. Akihabara. Like they were, you know, there's people, there's like a little market for them. And uh, floppy floppy disks are now yeah. like a industry because a lot of like the embroidery machines and the textiles industry... Um, still using them. Yeah, still using them. So yeah, they're what like... You know, you're you're having to like fight for parts.
1: Yeah, what, what's happening then? It's becoming more of an auction for these chips. You can't just order; you've got to go and bid against other people for them. Mm.
3: For, for the for the chips, um, so you can't buy them from any of the major suppliers anymore. And um, if you ask around on the on the you know in Chinese markets, there's always somebody who has a, a reel of them. Hmm. Um, and they're generally marked up by a factor of ten. I mean, base, the basic number seems to be, uh, let's just add a zero under the price, and wow. someone will buy them.
1: Are you going to go the way of the clone chips and learn all the errata and weirdness that a clone might have? Is is that a way to go, or are you just going to wait either. till the
3: price? I've, resumes? i I've avoided it, to be on for, for something like a rapid fire. I mean, rapid fire does an awful lot of real time stuff, hmm. um, and to do that on one of these parts um, I think will be almost impossible. So for, for that, I've avoided it. I mean, for ESCs, it's definitely possible. I mean, BLHeli32 supports them. Um, you know, they have their own errata, but it's, you know, they're quite usable.
1: Mm. Sorry, a little, little nerd uh, tangent there. Just interesting yeah. to see if, if we'll, as consumers, not see the products coming back to normal, or if these factors behind the scenes are effectively stopping any sort of innovative or work innovation or workarounds that might bring the products back to the market
3: I mean some products are just not going to come back for a while um, you know and some of this stuff is is really is insane because you know I spent two days this week actually on vacation trying to find uh, 3.2 volt regulators and you think okay this these have got to be as common as Mark. they're used in just about every consumer electronics product um and the smaller ones for the you know the handheld devices, you just can't buy them um, you know and then yesterday we 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 uh, we thought we'd actually found a stock of you know twenty thousand parts we're all excited about it we go to we got to order a bunch and we get a, a warning now which is is something these um, suppliers are doing basically oh yeah, you can only order these two hundred parts at a time wow. So. <laughs> These are not parts it's that not people good, order two
1: hundred at a time, right? <clears throat> these are—you would never order less than a thousand of these normally.
3: Yeah, well, this is normally it's a reel of three thousand, but um but I think in order for some of you know, like Mauser, Digikey, to keep these parts in stock, um they're actually yeah. having to limit it. Wow, so Crazy. Uh, yeah, one it's, reel it's,
0: per oh. customer.
3: Uh, it's it's insane. It's insane.
1: So. Um, I don't think the teams had you on in a while. I, I certainly haven't been on the show where, w- when we've talked to you. You've had a, a lot of new products in the intervening period. There's been a, a new radio that's working with the, uh, the immersion RC Ghost that's come out. So you're, you're yeah. the you're the only ones shipping this new specialist module form factor. All very exciting. Uh, some new kind of hybrid uh, video and RX solutions that you're pioneering.
3: Um, yeah, yeah, it's been a busy time.
1: Yeah, so, this new module form factor—is that going to be the the way that you go forward, or is that just another another type of ghost product? That
3: well, the, have? the problem with this, you know people have said, "Oh, well, the module form factor is not standard." Well, the only real standard in the industry is the it's the old JR module, and that's only because it was kind of stolen from JR many years ago. Um, and uh, so that's that kind of the standard, but that's not really compatible with a small device. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then there's the uh, you know, the x Light style module, um, which technically, you know, FR Sky kind of owns that standard and, and uh, I think has to approve who actually uses it. Um, so there is no standard for right. the
1: smaller radios. It's just the ghost of previous manufacturers who've left their imprint on it.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this whole, this whole world is, is very much like that. I mean, it, the, the Tyrannis was basically, I think, it even used the, uh, the tooling shells from the uh, JR module that preceded it, the JR radio that preceded it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we, we, and we wanted a module that was super simple that could support a double stack uh, if we needed it. So it's got kind of an open back. We could support an OLED on there if we wanted to. Um, but you know, this first one is just super simple. So it's more uh, flexible. Yeah. 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 It's flexible. We can do whatever we want with it basically. So
1: it gives you a bit more depth to work with than the existing nano, uh, FR sky version.
3: Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a wider module and actually it fits in the radio. It's, it's not kind of a you know, a bag on the side or a bag on the back. It can actually be recessed into the radio and and you know it, it could there could be more than one of those in the same radio so there's, there's all kind of possibilities there
1: in terms of the connection to the radio have you made any uh, changes there in terms of the the way it talks to the radio
3: no in mean, that 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 module right now um it, it only supports the ghost protocol uh basically just to keep things simple i mean the the, the fpv control is a is a low end radio, you know, it's designed to get people in through, through the simulator. Um, and then you know, flying from that, so it's, it's just designed to be super simple, don't need any setup other than to hit the bind button. Nice. So, and the, and the yeah. idea was, you know, if, if you look through the eyes of a, of a newcomer to our world, um, you know, it's 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 a, a maze, it's it's a it's a minefield, it's, it's a place. Yeah, you've got to go in, you know, okay, what version of OpenTX do you have? You know, let's go get the build for your radio. Let's install it. You know, let's configure all these menus to make sure you've got a protocol that works with the module that you've got in there. You know, and then you pop over to the other side of the link um, and you have to worry about the whole flight controller stack and the firmware and, you know, the ESC firmware compatible. Um, and uh, it really is a minefield. And I think it puts off a lot of newcomers to this, to right. this hobby. So,
1: so, once upon a time, you are in the business of making quads as well, and uh, have you considered reviving that to have the, the immersion RC the orca page. solution, radio goggles,
2: quad all in one package?
3: I,
1: get, you, you know, to be text, honest, yeah. I
3: I would love to, and in fact, this came up in a thread recently. Um, I would love to revive the Mojo um, with some some uh, you know some more recent electronics. I think that would be an awesome little quad. But um, I don't know. No, no decisions yet, but some, some possibilities there. Oh, I think Jack could go for that.
0: Mm. Yeah, man. Like, um, yeah. What's is there any new updates for the for Ghost coming soon? Because I, I, last I saw you worked on getting all the lure telemetry working for uh, Betaflight.
3: Yes, that. Is um it's in testing now. There's actually we we've got a um, bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes in, in Ghost World and we needed to go and do some some restructuring and uh and some cleanup and um the support some new stuff, which I won't go too much into.
0: Uh, KISS Ultra. But, uh, huh? Can I put you in touch with Alex because we still haven't got Lua with, working with KISS?
3: Uh yeah, we can Alexander yeah, we Fedorov Yeah. Thank yeah. you. But which which side of Kiss is because Kiss split, right? I'm so confused yeah. as to what, what Kiss is these days. Well,
0: um Is it the people's F- front or the people's yeah, front or, A- Judea or yeah Alexander Fedorov's Kiss Ultra and fettech is Felix? <laughs> which is also Kiss. Yeah, which is Kiss-ish, but they're Fetech now. Okay, so they've, they've oh. dropped the sort of kiss name. But. Okay,
3: yeah, I'd be happy to work with them.
0: I mean, on beta flight,
3: it works pretty well. Yeah, if, uh, you know, we've been been playing around with that and quite happy with it. But there, the other the other ghost products you mentioned, I mean, the hybrid has been doing amazingly well. Mm. Um, super happy to to see it being used in in mayhem and and um, man, it's getting a bit loud here. Is this background audio too bad? It's actually it's
2: not too right. bad. You're right. You're right.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. I think there's there's a million people walking by the by the shore here. It's really a very picturesque location we've got you in there. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, the other side is more interesting. Oh, uh, this island is is spectacular. It's the first time I've been here, and it's it's just absolutely amazing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Which the hybrid world.
1: Are you joining us from?
3: So this is, uh, if, I think it's the. Uh, let me get this right. The easternmost island of Croatia. This is called Vis. And it's a um, it's, it's a little tiny place, which uh, I think up up until '91, uh, foreigners couldn't travel here because it was a a Yugoslavian military base mm-hmm. with its own rocket port and uh, bunkers and all kind of fun stuff. Oh, wow! So that's um, yeah, yeah for a long like-
1: there. I- been down to Korshala and dubrovnik and yeah i've been beautiful to and
2: dubrovnik split as well mm. lovely yeah. lovely areas
3: well this is a this is a 2 hour ferry ride to split ah oh, okay are you doing any so flying not been to uh, Leper island
2: yet then <laughs>
3: no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i've been exploring these bunkers here it's it's absolutely unbelievable you, you just you know you climb up a hill you you climb behind an old gun emplacement, and there's just tunnels uh-huh. that just run on for miles. Well, yeah. Fascinating. But um, yeah, back to the hybrid. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so hybrid's are doing well. They, um, you know, it makes it makes uh, setup an awful lot easier, and they're used by a lot of racers. So I'm really happy with that. And there, there will be some more products coming uh, along those lines uh, relatively soon.
1: Yeah, you seem to kickstart uh, something pretty big then, and others were soon following suit. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, but it's yeah, definitely a nice idea.
0: Yeah. Well, you you got you got Trappy screaming. You guys don't know what you want, so I, I you know I, I think that was uh, I think that was a little little win. It's always uh, it's always funny seeing Trappy on his toes. <laughs> it's you know, always yeah, this competition has always been good. You know, if
3: we if we yeah. if we lose it, then I think we'll all get a bit complacent and lazy. So uh, it's a good oh, thing.
0: absolutely yeah. I just hope that Trappy doesn't get rid of like his R and D side because you know, um Express LRS, you know, is probably you know hurting hurting him in a way. I'm sure, I mean, it's hurting all of us,
3: but it's um, mm. but it is bringing in more people to the hobby. So I think that's a, that's a good
0: thing. So yeah, You'll make it Does easier. That, yeah, because they're flashing your your you know your modules and receivers, aren't they?
3: Ghost. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that, that's fine. They still have it? to
0: buy it. <laughs> <laughs> have to buy it, and
3: um, you know, I, I've never done anything to, to prevent that. So uh, so why not?
1: The rising tide yeah, and all we've, that.
3: We've even had a few cases where somebody's done that, uh, regretted it, and sent it in to be reflashed with ghosts, So that's fine too.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. You can actually do that. Yeah, I suppose oh, yeah. bootloader,
3: isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can <laughs> reflash There's, there's some calibration stuff in there as well that that gets blown away when you um, when you flash it. So that's uh, that's something we just recalibrate it. It's fine. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, set the really option bytes again.
3: Everyone's happy. Yep yeah no that's that's okay well it's, yeah
1: i think Br- brutus says what a refreshing thing to hear and it, it's nice to hear that it's not all kind of this vindictive sniping on one another and to some extent if people are taking more interest in the hobby as a whole that is more money coming into the hobby for everyone not not yeah. just the person who's made a bit of news lately
3: yeah no it's um I think I think it's a good thing I think you know talking about the money I think a lot of the money went out of this hobby a long time ago it really is mm-hmm. it, it's still a tiny niche and, and luckily we have uh, we have people I think myself included who are crazy enough to still hang around in it and just because <laughs> it's fun yeah I think uh, you know I think that's a that's a good thing
0: have you been Definitely. flying yourself lately actually I was
3: um, I was last week we had some some new stuff to try uh, there's a beautiful uh, abandoned university building in uh in it's a place called Osiek. it's where the orca hq is and uh went up there with some 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 cool pilots and uh that was that was fun
0: mm. uh, were you still flying wings or we fly a quad
3: oh no i fly, at the hell I mainly fly fixed wing these days yeah I was um, I say. just uh you know super long range stuff and you know proximity at range just just some challenging rf stuff nice but uh, no i got got some quad flying in last week it's a it's a nice part of the world to fly up there beautiful yeah I failsafe linked a video over in Tech
1: the other day showing a bando that he was going to go visit in croatia and that, that guy travels insane distances <laughs> to fight i think he, he was on a six-hour train ride to fly around in a band building in the uk and now he's going to He's going to mission it over to Croatia to f- fly some abandoned sites. Wow, well, been invited. Well, there, there. is a
3: um, there's an abandoned, well, a partly finished uh, hospital in Zagreb, um, which is I think it's one and a half kilometers long, and there's a oh, there's wow. a tunnel that runs straight through the middle. And um, a couple of years ago, we actually managed to paraloop the thing, <laughs> which is <laughs> nice. pretty interesting. That's a, that's a good radio test, I should think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But now this place is superb, and the the um, yeah the watchmen there or the security guards are pretty relaxed. So <laughs> seems to be well tolerated.
1: Well, what's the uh, what's the preferred currency for bribing your way into uh, abandoned buildings in Croatia? Fifty quite, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I don't know what they do. I mean, this island here, man. I mean, I wish I would brought more gear right here because there's some beautiful places to fly. Um,
0: but. Uh,
3: yeah, I don't know. They're pretty relaxed about it out here, which is, which is really good.
0: Yeah, I suppose they haven't had the sort of like hassle and, you know, uh, Gatwick over here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Know.
0: no, no, no. No, Audio Geek asks an interesting question. Um, I've always wondered why analog FPV has limited resolution. Isn't it possible to double the bandwidth like DJI did with the 50-bit mode? Not that easy, I get it, but what's the actual problem in the end? So, I'll do it again.
3: So, the problem is so we we all base this stuff on on standards, and the standards are PAL and NTSC. Um, Never the same color. Yeah, never the same color, yeah. So, they, um, you know, these these are age old standards, and it turns out that when you FM modulate these things and and put it on our 5.8 gig band, (laughs) you end up with let's say roughly a 20 megahertz wide, uh, band. The problem is, you know, if you double that, um, now you've got, you know, a 40 megahertz wide channel. Mm -hmm. And if you take race band, which is what's required to get eight legal channels in the U S they're only 37 megahertz apart. And then you need a, a guard band of, you know, five or 10 megahertz between them. So, you know, you, you could you could do it, but you'd end up with not many channels. Do you think you'd get a decent image out of it if you were to do it? I don't know. I mean, I, I think people have tried it in the past. I mean, it's. Um, I guess anything is possible. It, it becomes a system that's a bit difficult to sell because there are also, I mean, there are European regulations on the on the channel width, which I think that would violate. Ah, uh, right. Okay. But um, you know, anything's possible.
1: Hmm. Yeah, because you've got different regulations when you when you use a digital signal, right, and you don't
3: have a constant yeah. Or carrier. Yeah, yeah. Plus, the digital stuff can um, the guard band between channels can be much narrower, um, which which helps a lot.
0: All right, we've got we've got another question. question here. Uh, Tribal asks: uh, Now, HD Zero is going open source. Can we tempt Tony in building a VTX with the DiviMath chip? No, I suppose you can get hold of them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I posted something about this um, yesterday, the day before. So it's not really going open source. Okay. The, the, if you take something like Betaflight or you take something like uh, OpenTX, um, the IP value in these systems is in the open source code, right? So you can take uh, an STM32 off the shelf and you can take a reference design for a radio and you can shove in OpenTX, and you've got an open-source radio. And um, if it wasn't an STM32, if it was one of these artery or whatever they're called, or, you know, uh, a CKS processor, you know, that worked just fine as well. The problem with the HT0 stuff is the ASIC itself is not being open-sourced. It's just kind of the fluff around it. Um, And the problem with that is it means that everyone is tied to a single source, um, and single source pricing for the for the actual IP, which is this chip. What, what about
1: people who would say it's the same as buying those Richwave chipsets that most well, of it's the it's very, very it different because around? Because
3: Richwave, I mean, I've been working with Richwave now for close to ten years. Richwave don't compete with manufacturers. You know, Richwave um, they make chips which have always cost about the same. Um, they've never made a product. For FPV space, they're just a chip uh-huh. supplier. Um, the difference with Math is, you know, if you look at the history, uh, we had Fat Shark, which you know made the first Math systems, and then the uh, the Math products then competed with the Fat Shark products and basically put them out of put them off the market. So um, you know, it's, it's a bit different, and being I think that's got a that,
1: chilling effect, unfortunately,
3: the HT zero yeah. ownership
1: creating reference designs and essentially competing with people who would use their own products to make their designs.
3: Yeah. And the other thing, I did reach out to to Carl because, you know, behind the scenes I was working with, with Carl and with Greg, uh, you know, for a few years now when, when uh, he came, uh, to Shark with the, with this, this concept. Um, but you know, the, the, the problem is to be tied to a single source is an issue. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not super happy with the performance of it. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not something I fly myself. Um, and I think, you know, we've, we're in a situation where in order to basically kill analog, the margins that retailers are being asked to, uh, to take for these products are so slim that retailers are basically losing money when they sell them. Yeah. And that's not sustainable. I mean, the FPV world has always supported uh, the retail channels with some, you know, some, some margins which allow them to pay their, their salaries and, and put food on the table. Right. Mm. Right. So it, mm. it just doesn't seem to be the right way to do it for me.
0: I, I, I also worry about like, you know, the whole of like where the UK kind of fits in on all of this. Cause you know, we've had Brexit, we've had COVID, you know, I just think that, you know, we're sort of like, a bit screwed ourselves
3: well the, the, i mean yeah brexit i think screwed everyone i mean i used to have as you know a um uh the, the european repair center was in uh, was in the uk has been for for many years i mm. uh, run by uh, a good friend of mine dave um and uh you know brexit came in and it's just not possible to ship stuff in and out anymore uh especially yeah, really cut our nose off despite our face there Unfortunately. yeah it was just just crazy. Shit. Um, which is a real shame. and I think that has tentacles uh, which are which are long and, and uh, will take a while for them to be really fully understood. Um, you know even here you know I've been in, uh, in Croatia and I've been traveling in and out for, for a number of years and you know I'd love to buy an apartment here. It used to be before Brexit as a you know British passport holder. No problem. You know, just sign here. Here's, mm-hmm. your, here's your apartment. You know, move in tomorrow. And, uh, you know, since Brexit, it's just not possible anymore.
2: Sad. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them, and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out
0: more at patreon.com forward slash Let's Drone Out. Alexander Fedorov is here. Hello, hello. We were talking about you. So, yes. Alexander, he's the guy who's doing the Kiss Ultra. So, please can we work on getting Ghost and the lure talking and everything? Yes. Thank that you. I would be very I happy will, to do that. I will forward you his email. I yeah.
1: Well, apparently, according to Krunks... Uh, there is, uh,
3: it is implemented.
0: Oh, ah, so a you a send, send me a PDF.
3: Yeah. yeah. The ghost protocol is supported in, in kiss, I think in both, both flavors.
0: Yeah. Works. doesn't yeah. yeah.
3: But, uh, yeah, Ms. P, it's, it's, to be honest, it's, it's been something that, uh, that a few people have been working on in the background. I've been so busy with this, you know, getting the merger sorted out and everything kind of behind the scenes yeah. here that I haven't had much time to work on it, but, um, I should yeah, be able to
0: do that pretty soon. Yeah, you you were fixing the uh, email support and everything, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I we're cool.
3: that. that was yeah.
1: fun. So oh. it looks like you've got a, a new position as CTIO, was it, after the merger? Yes. So uh, are you going to change what you're doing day to day now? You're Not really. Worker? It's, it's, what, I've already, old, it's what I've
3: always done. So we, we joke about it with the other founders, but you know, basically, my 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 job is to come up with ideas. The CTO's idea is to is to reject those ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's very good. It's um, it, it's uh, it's Orca is a company where where innovation is, I think, highly respected, and um, it's amazing being around a, a really smart team where you can, you know, throw around ideas and they, they you know, they build on each other. Um, and, you know, eventually hopefully turn into some pretty cool products. So, yeah, pr- pretty happy with it.
1: Excellent. Well, we look forward to seeing fascinating new ideas come out of your brain and be made into reality. <laughs> yeah, excellent.
0: Hope so, hope so. Well, right, what then. is the FPV control that... You were talking about the FPV dot firmware it, has been identified.
3: It's this little, um, it's a it's a, a remote with you know full size kind of whole gimbals, mm. um, stupidly long battery life. In fact, it's something that hasn't been published very well. But um, without the uh, Uberlight module in this thing can run for about 78 hours nonstop on one charge.
2: That's good. Um, Mm -hmm.
3: And even with the Uber light in, I think the battery life is about 40 hours. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a nice little simple radio um, designed to get, so it's cheap. It's designed to help people come in through simulators. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, once they want to fly, they just pop in the Uber light and go fly.
0: Mm. Mad Tech asks, Tony, when is the IRC power meters uh, be available again? I need a new one after an incident <laughs>
3: um, so good news there we we this was another part that had gone out of stock oh, yeah. actually several parts that went out of stock um, we've located everything we're we're in the middle of testing one of our critical suppliers who makes the um, the attenuator um, Decided that they do a rev A of their product um, and completely screwed up the performance below six gigahertz. So um, we basically had to beg them for reels of the original parts that we used, uh, which now they found, and um, we're a few weeks out. I think maybe four weeks we'd be right to see those on the shelves again. Hey,
2: and sure they're now in a,
3: in a new uh, white case with a funky new logo on there. So they they've had a bit of
0: a facelift as well nice oh. like guess, the yeah. rotor riot ones in the white case wasn't that was that white or black yeah maybe oh, it's white I can't white. remember I think it was white wasn't it with was black details I can't remember
3: it could have been that a while ago yeah I know yeah, I'm it. trying to remember that's coming right uh, with who <laughs> rotor shy
1: <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about rotor riot well uh, we're unless in. we're in a time warp um so as a long range wing pilot have you uh, had a look in at open hd or the other kind of uh, more experimental hd solutions
3: I I haven't to be honest and I'll, I'll be honest with you I'm still very much a, a vinyl guy I'm, I'm still flying 100% analog and the the kind of performance that we can get out of analog these days with some decent antennas is is fantastic um and you know I'm I'm pretty happy flying you know 10 20 30 kilometers out with a link that i know is going to degrade relatively gracefully
0: Mm.
3: which i haven't really seen yet with with any of the uh the digital solutions yeah
0: are you using using the
3: 433 the no no no, this is all on ghost 24
0: okay sorry sorry steven i cut you off
1: no, I was just saying, digital can be a bit stop-start. I do appreciate that. I don't fly far, but I fly through dense undergrowth, and every now and then
0: it's just like, oh, there we go. No yeah, it
2: literally <laughs> just stops.
0: Yep. No, you you were right. It is black, dark grey. The uh, row right case. Yeah. Thank you, I Mad Nick. Yep. I, I was wrong. I'm sorry.
3: But even you know, even Bando flying last week. I mean, one of the guys is flying, and he's he's like. Two stories underground or something, and he's still flying this thing. <laughs> just, yeah, you have to watch a video and think, "Well, where has he actually taken this thing?" And he's he's still flying merrily with just a couple of omnis on his on his goggles. Jeez, that's <laughs> incredible. So a bit old yeah. school, but I, I still very much value that.
0: So with with this new partnership with Orca, what can we expect? Is there anything you can leak, or you know, expect expected? Is that is. <laughs> I know I thought you were going to do that and like you you know, you're, I think, I think the quote was, uh, to be a, a, a European powerhouse.
3: Well, you know, these guys, um, it's a pretty amazing team and they they're, they've got their fingers in all kinds of pies, including, you know, multi-mission headsets for the defense side, uh, which are pretty, pretty cool. And, um, you know, there's all kind of stuff that publicly they've, uh, they've said they're doing. um, and, you know, I think, you know, I can't say much about where it's going, but partly because I'm, I think we're not sure yet. <laughs> but um, I think there's an awful lot of uh, awful lot of potential there. Mm. So I well, think I'm, we'll see. I'm really think,
1: looking forward to seeing a full solution from you guys, you know, just a big big old box with everything in it you need to fly.
3: Well, um, I think this, this is what I'm looking forward to because I, I don't think there's a, a European company which which has this yet um i think when you do that you can make things an awful lot easier to use um i know there were a lot of complaints when the uber light came out the fpv control okay it's got no oled it's got no this it's got no that but i think it's just because we're we're kind of trained to 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 look for that i think people coming into this hobby they don't want any of that shit they want to pick this thing up um you know they want to they want to turn it on and go fly you only want all those features if your intention is to fly,
1: like, six different quads with one radio. If you just yeah. to fly a single quad, it can be configured
3: perfectly for that quad from the factory. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've got one – actually, I've got two models on my – actually, three models I, I do like on my TX-16, uh, you know, one for uh, iNav stuff, one for Betaflight quads, and and one for uh, for planks with no, no flight controller. That's all I need. Most of the features are just not touched.
1: So I, I guess – you, you know, you've made a few quads in your time, right, Tony? If, yeah. if you're going to make one with kind of what you know now and what you've seen over the past few years, what what kind
3: of – what would that look like? So it's interesting that you ask because I had um, – before this trip, actually for this trip, I, I had to bring a quad that I could give to somebody um, who had just started flying, basically learned on the simulator – um, had a few you know, flights around, and I have you know, a collection of quads hung on the wall, as I'm sure all of you do. And you ask yourself the question, well, which one would you bring for a beginner that actually wants to have a bit of fun? So you want something that's you know, it's fairly agile, but, but something that if you smash into a wall, um, it doesn't need repair. And to be quite honest, the one I'd love to build right now would be a Mojo with some decent electronics in, kind of a you know an up to date flight controller with latest beta flights and some decent ESCs, and I think that would be uh, that would be a fun little thing. Even just yeah. a, but a handful. A Mojo twenty twenty
2: two. Yeah. Revival.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think now when I when I look at that platform. Um, you know, it, it kind of arrived at the end of the kind of the vortex era where people are starting to build their own, which is all good. Um, but man, I, I just wish I had a, a box full of these things that you know, when I want to either give one to somebody or I want to go out and fly myself, I can just grab one.
2: Hmm. It's gone back around for people that would would like to just buy a ready-made quad or kit.
3: Yeah, I, I think on on you know, on the race side, I think. When you look at the amount of effort that a racer puts in before and during a race, uh, just just to build his system, it's it's just crazy. I think they would. They, I I do like the idea of this freedom spec kind of stuff, where everything gets a bit simpler.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So is this also, what we're at, The two hundred and thirty mil version.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the puppy.
0: Also, I'd like comes- to see see the guns versus drones with the mojo cuz it was even smaller
3: yeah mm. yeah that was uh, that was a fun episode there
0: oh god i miss final glide so much i haven't no, heard him in a long time well he was he was over you know he's he's doing something with with drones commercially but he basically you know this is all here so. Um you know, someone someone had it in for him and Casa were basically, I believe, harassing harassing him in some respect. Yeah. I don't fully know this could be all theoretically hypothetical. But No, yeah. I,
3: I some of this stuff went on. It was all a bit all a bit nuts.
0: Yeah. So.
3: <clears throat> that's a shame. No? that was that was fun times, though, with um Rider out ride with Tommy and him and uh, Sharpu. Yeah, uh,
0: Dugger dug dive yeah. and all the Ukrainian sort of stuff. You know, yeah. like that
2: was the best time, was not it? Oh my god! Yeah,
0: that oh, was, was in that many was, ways it, the.
3: It was a shame that, that that couldn't continue. It
1: was when oh. it caught the public's imagination, I think, and uh, had its moment in the limelight.
3: Well, think whole the team they were they were all um, they're all amazing on camera. And, uh, they all had their own kind of quirky personalities and, uh, it was, it just meshed well together. Yeah. See, I do miss that.
2: I know. Yeah. I do. We all do. But
1: they've all got serious jobs now. They're all working in Hollywood and doing car commercials and <laughs> Lord knows what.
3: Yeah, I do keep in touch with, uh, with Luke Bannister. Um, he passes down through Europe every once in a while. He's doing some pretty cool stuff on the professional side. Hmm. I don't know, have, you, have you guys seen the wingsuit videos with, uh, with Colas? We've seen them, yeah. That uh, that stuff is absolutely nuts. Something people Thank
1: you, suggesting that the Nazgul, uh, I think that the Evoke, the iFlight Nazgul Evoke might have been uh, stealing a trick from your vortex yeah. there with the uh, re-emergence of plastic side panels. I think both really? that and the latest Diatone have included clip-on plastic side panels to protect the electronics.
3: What a con. <gasps> where did they get these ideas from? I mean, leaving electronics on? to hang out in the breeze is, is, is not a good idea. They work better yeah. when they've got cut grass stuck to them.
0: Who <laughs> knows that. Yeah. Mate, I've, I've, I've still got a set of sunny skies like 22, 36, or whatever, in the hope that one day you might be here, have a shoe gone pro. <laughs>
3: Right. I, I was looking at those lately. That was a funny thing.
0: I know. You should have patented the folding arms, mate. You would have <laughs> you would have made so much money.
3: I've got to leave something on the table for everyone else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I was actually it, it was Greg from, from Fat from who actually tried to convince right. me to do that. And I said, Ah, you know, why the hell would anyone care about this stuff? Sh <laughs> was I wrong.
0: Yeah, I know I mean <laughs> oh.
1: you, you wouldn't have got anywhere with DJI because they've just been like yellow in China, patterns don't apply. Ha <laughs> <Yeah>. ha
2: smoke bomb. <pong. laughs> <Also pattern.
1: laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. They they just call something else. That's how you work around patterns.
3: You you make it look almost identical to the pattern but with one tiny little difference. Yeah, yeah. Trouble is, in, in FPV land, is by the time the patent actually get issued uh,
0: for most stuff, it's it's you know obsolete already.
2: Out of date, yeah, gone.
0: So you haven't heard from uh, from Greg at all from um, I, I
3: actually spoke to him recently. He, he was um, obviously his, his home base was in uh, was in Shenzhen, and obviously with all these crazy Chinese restrictions and um, you know border controls and all this stuff. Um, he was having problems getting out of there, but I think finally he escaped. But uh, I think
2: he's doing good. Get out and stay out.
3: Yes, yeah, so my uh, my brother-in-law is actually—he's uh, been stuck out there now for, th- for three years without being out of trouble.
2: So what uh, oh, yeah. So,
3: what's your analog
1: goggle? What what are you flying with? Then Have you got been Orca all the way for a while now.
3: I I switched to the first Orcas, and my my. Fifty-plus-year-old eyes um, kind of begged for some kind of focus adjust. So then the the new ones came out, and I got to be honest. When I put these new ones on, uh, I haven't looked back, and it's it's not you know the the image for me is absolutely bloody perfect. I can dial these things in exactly as I want them. I love it. Uh, the DVR for me is you know it's is second to none. And I make the power play, <laughs> so it's it really is uh, it's fantastic. Um, so for longer range flights, when you're when you don't have an onboard recorder, uh, it's super nice to have you know a high resolution upscaled 60 hertz uh, DVR footage at the end of the flight, mm. whether or not you get the quad back or the plane back.
2: <laughs> Sometimes not,
3: <laughs> but now I'm I'm
1: I'm pretty happy with those. Are there any kind of interesting features that you can see that the rapid fire adopting now you've got this uh, synergy with Orca where you can sort of influence each other?
3: Well, you know, we already had the, uh, the automatic channel chain stuff, but, you know, quite frankly on that, I'm waiting to hear from the community what they want to do with it. Um, you know, there's been some suggestions, like for example, uh, tie the arm switch through. So, um, we can, you know, start recording, start the DVR on arm, and stop it, you know, disarm, which would be kind yes, of nice. Um, so there's a few little things like that, but um, yeah, I mean, whatever people are interested in. Um, the port to there. The, the price
1: risk price with that is, is when you you, you disarm because you're about to hit something, you don't find <laughs> out in the DVR where it actually landed. Never just disarm.
2: Never disarm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I'd be attacked by a chihuahua. Tony clearly <laughs> spends way more on ESCs than I do. Uh, I just buy the cheap ones. Uh, I just
3: um'm real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, I mean, I think you know anything is possible there.
2: Nice. I'm looking forward to some new stuff. Then keep keep growing the hobby. Keep coming. let's trying um, to get back to work.
3: Yeah, I think. I think they will. I think the, you know, on, on the chip shortage, I think what's going to happen is, you know, they built a whole bunch of new fabs. I think there's going to be kind of an overshoot now where we're going to reach a point where there's going to be just too much of everything. And yeah. prices will drop back to below where they were before. But we the question only, is
1: like, when, I guess, isn't it? We've, I thought I, it was going I, to happen and it looks like another shortage has, has hit.
3: I I think we're at least a couple of years out. I mean, this whole mm-hmm. this whole Ukraine thing doesn't really help, mm-hmm. um, yeah. especially since all of the um, the rail routes from you know Shenzhen into Europe all go through either Russia or Ukraine. Um, so that that doesn't yeah. help with the whole shipping crisis.
1: Yeah. I noticed for a while all the all the flight controllers were out of stock and you oh no all the f four elevens are gone, and you can't get f four o five and then all of a sudden there was a burst of kind of f seven two twos and h seven four threes that were while expensive not more expensive than the f four o fives had been yeah um, yeah and and that looked kind of rosy for a while, but it uh-huh. looks like those are becoming a bit harder to come by now.
3: Well, the F seven is dead, and the F seven hmm. was was never really useful anyway because they never made only well enough enough uh, flash space. F seven, but actually, five, that is one no one, one used. News. So, I've been working on um, a couple of flight controller designs with Orca, and that's fairly public knowledge. Um, and they are very, very close to being uh, uh, produced. What's the uh, unique selling point of those then? Um. So the analog one is, is just designed to be simple. It's, it's an H7, uh, 2020, um, you know, nice clean design, uh, which has a single cable, uh, one-to-one pin map straight onto the hybrid. So nice. for analog use, you basically just have the two boards, uh, short cable between them, um, plug a camera in, you know. So you'd have a JST on each end. Yeah, yeah very simple. Um But that's the analog version. The analog version has got the the OSD chip. The digital version is kind of cool. It doesn't have the OSD chip, uh, but it's got Ghost on board. So for anyone flying HD0 or DJI, all they need is this one flight controller with Ghost on, and it's ready to go.
1: That's good. Excellent. Excellent. It's a nice direction. Any uh, fancy tricks like uh, Hydra was doing, like Dominic was doing with his trying to run
3: the OSD on the H7 as well and all the... For, for now, OSC. no, no. For now, we haven't done that, and it, you know, one, it, it, it gets tricky to do that. You know, one way to do it is you just use a little tiny external STM32. And what happened over the last year is that these little tiny external STM32s became more expensive than the uh, mm. the original OSC chip. <laughs> so, why bother? Yeah. yeah, right.
1: Oh, that sounds like an excellent little product. I look forward to seeing that released
3: yeah so yeah they're they're and they're pretty close it's going they're gonna be called the scream series i believe so it's a uh... scream all right well, well look out for that
1: in the stores
2: excellent yeah exciting stuff
3: yeah. yeah
1: gonna be interesting to see now we do get this critical mass of h7s out there that have a ton more memory a ton more flash and a ton more cpu speed what uses people put that to because it's capable of doing a heck of a lot more than we're doing in beta flight right now and uh yeah
0: oh no we got the bells again
2: that's it saying it's the end of the show we we're going going for an hour.
0: yeah the end is nigh uh, <laughs> I think
1: Tony was about to uh, uh, drop some little bits of wisdom on us there what?
3: well no no I was going to say the funny thing about the H7s is for us it was one of the only posters that we could get hold of <laughs> which, which is crazy um, no, wants them. Oh well, no! But a, a bunch of them came on the market, and you know you can't get F7s anymore. F7s are designed with an older process, which uh, I think uh, ST is not bothering to build anymore. Um, so you got a choice between an F4 and an H7. That's mm. mm. well, not a hard choice.
0: But yeah. I dropped support for H7s. I think didn't they? They have.
1: Uh, I are you sure, Jack?
0: I don't know, maybe. No, H
1: H is the newest one. That's like the four eighty yeah. megahertz, two megahertz. Oh, no,
0: sorry, my mistake. The F seven. Yeah, I think maybe the F four eleven. I think they stopped. F3 oh. F three for the, for the win says Richard Warwick. <laughs> sorry, yeah, my mistake. So, yeah, yeah, time. the F
3: sevens were a problem with that because they, they they just don't have enough memory.
0: Yeah, it's good to hear that you you've been running iNav next to your planks Uh, with no flight controller. (laughs) Sorry, I I love that term. That was quite funny.
3: Thanks. There we go. There's the bells again. That's
0: it. The lovely old clock up on a Ford.
2: Nice.
1: I've just gone to look and see what iNav is dropping support for. I think Jack may have been Voicing some fever dream or nightmare that he had. I, I can't yeah. see. <laughs> I can't see these deprecations. F, yeah, they sometimes. dropped
0: F3. I know, but um...
1: yeah, that was a while ago, I think. I thought yeah. the, the thing with F7 is you want the F765, which no one uses because that's the one that's got one meg or two meg of flash. And the F722 yeah. is the one that's only got half a meg of flash.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, you just are. can't get any of them. I mean, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a problem, a bit of a drape. What what
1: what INF have done? They've actually reduced the available features for F four eleven and F seven two two. There's a feature reduction. Yeah. So you now have a whole bunch of features you cannot get, which are the Furious FPV VTX Virtual Pilot, a servo driver, some D, some H X bus, and HOTT telemetry. so
3: nothing that anyone cares about these days really yeah
1: yeah this is like beta Uh, flight saying they're not going to be supporting pwmrx's which they haven't done yet
0: um that's all we got time for you've been listening to let's drone out and it's been amazing having tony on again tony cake the the man it's been a while immersion rc you know for the for the experience Thanks, Dad. Hey. That's good.
3: it's been a, it's been a real pleasure don't do this very often and this is this has always been a pleasure
0: yeah so sorry it's for been, the background noise <laughs> yeah i was really upset not having you on when you released ghost i really wanted to get you on but you just didn't get back to me i, I, I feel like it, you were busy
3: it, it's been a bit like running on a treadmill for for a while um but now uh now things will, will be a little easier Oh, thank god uh, congratulations uh, and all the best for the future yeah yep. thank yeah, you very man. much and uh yeah let's uh as soon as some more fun stuff happens let's do this again
1: yeah we'll do man yeah. thank you if, if if a new mojo appears we have to have you back because we, we all want to see the mojo <laughs> yeah. for 2022
3: did. i think anything is possible i think that'd be a nice little platform but yeah let's
0: see what happens you still you- you still owe a, a viewer a giveaway for a mojo. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> Mikey
3: Dredd, I think. Yeah, Mikey
0: Dredd, ago. yeah. He won yeah, one he... and he never sent it out. Oh, that's bad.
3: <laughs> the, the, the crazy thing is I think there's some, still some st- stuck in the uh, Hong Kong free trade zone. Um, because when Hong Kong went crazy uh, a couple of years ago, they, yeah. they banned anything shipping that had the word drone in from the warehouse oh, there. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think there's There he is, a Mikey Dread.
2: It's yeah. in Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, if you want it, it's there. <laughs> I'll um, see if I can unspick it. Yeah. Maybe get your brother-in-law to hop yeah, over. We'll to go out there with a the, the heavy mob. Yeah. <laughs> um, massive shout-out to all our Patreons. Guys, if you're if if you listening to this on audio podcasts, we're live on YouTube every Thursday. And all the donations help to pay our editor and get everything neaten up. We still need to uh, pay for our website. We owe Wix some money. So if you can mm-hmm. become a Patreon, that would really help. Uh, we'd love to have our website back so people can buy merch, buy a t-shirt or something. Um, you've been joined by Tony Cake from Merge RC. Uh, S- Stephen... Cheers. Thanks everyone. My darling wife, the other Tony.
2: Bonjour. I don't know why. <laughs> my FPV
0: wife. <laughs> and I've been bright till I fly. Thank you, Patreons. We love you. Good night. Thank you so much. Thanks guys. Good night. Telemetry lost